0: You're listening to the Food and Fitness Podcast Huddle. This week, we're going to be diving a little bit deeper into our last episode with Dr. Danielle. Today's questions for our hosts, we're just going to ask, we've all kind of had experiences with naturopaths. Kind of, how's your experience been? What's it like and what have you got from it? So, Jackie, let's start with you.
1: Yeah, Thanks, Dave. I mean, I am the eternal skeptic and I... I saw one a long time ago when I was, uh, had my, my first child and I had some eczema and I really wasn't happy, but I don't think I went in with the right mindset. I went in with the mindset as to this person's going to cure me of my eczema. And I remember getting a B12 shot and it hurt a lot. Um, and I don't really remember a lot of dietary sensitivity stuff, but I also remember, and I'm not denigrating or throwing anyone under the bus, I also remember this group really practiced a lot of homeopathic kind of stuff. And so I remember Dr. Danielle talking about it, and I kind of get it, but um, and I'm not going to get super political here, but they were a group that was very anti-vaccine and kind of more along the lines of you really need to use homeopathic remedies for instead of Um, vaccinations. And I was really torn between these people who were in front of me and kind of what the research was saying. So that added a lot to my skepticism. And so I believe in healing from within totally that diet um, and what you put in your bodies produces what you see and what you feel on the outside. Uh, you can say totally, well, you're kind of a hypocrite because you don't eat very well. Yeah. So I, I I knew that, but I wasn't really that educated. And as I mentioned last week with Dr. Danielle, and I've mentioned in this podcast, um, my goal this year was to run another 50K and I my Achilles just got beyond belief. And I knew that if I pushed through, it just wasn't going to get better. So I was seeing a therapist and the therapist had said, you know, why don't you try going to see a naturopath and heal from the inside? I'm like, okay, I totally get it. I don't eat well. I probably should eat better. You know, they're basically just going to tell me and reinforce the fact that I need to eat more fruit and vegetables. So I went in with that kind of mindset and I was really impressed by the intake questionnaire. It was like three pages asking me questions that I don't really see the relevance, but I'm going to answer them anyways. And I get, you know, there's more of a holistic approach, but I was just, I'm here. I want my Achilles managed and that's it. Um, and so now bear in mind, I've had this problem since 2010. So it's been 11 years. I've been dealing with this to the point where it really impacts my quality of life. And to the point this year where I said, I'm just not going to push through it. I'm just going to, um, listen to my body more so. And she had, uh, prescribed suggested curcumin And curcumin is is an anti-inflammatory, what it's purported to do, and it's related to turmeric. And I'm like, okay, cool. I like turmeric. I do cook with turmeric sometimes. So I guess I'm doing okay. The results were amazing. And I'm coming at this with a, uh, it's not a placebo. And I know it's not a placebo. It actually made a difference. And it made a difference within, um, I called her a witch doctor um, because I said, I can't believe how well my Achilles feel. My training hadn't changed. I was still running, you know, 20 kilometers ish a week. Um, Nothing had changed except the curcumin. And I increased omega threes and that type of thing. I'm really impressed with the quality of care that I received from this individual. Mm -hmm. The time that this individual spends with me, what does make me sad is what Dr. Danielle mentioned was, It's only to people who can afford it, and that makes me sad Uh, because I think about food insecurity and food insecurity and diabetics, right? It's not like you can go in and choose things if you're food insecure. It's not like you can tackle your food sensitivities and allergies. You deal with it the best way you can, so that makes me sad, but I have to tell you that I'm super impressed with um, the naturopath that I'm seeing, and I really uh enjoyed listening to Dr. Daniel talk about the importance of evidence in her practice as well. So my skepticism is leaning a little bit further away.
2: That's oh, you just yeah, I gotta say that I was a little bit of a skeptic like a year ago too. But you know, I talked on this podcast some of the health issues that I've had over this last little bit. And I'd say I was fairly healthy, you know, let's say a year ago. And then all these things came up. So when I went to my family doctor, they did try, you know, try this pill. Well, that pill that didn't do anything for me. Well, try this then. And it was just, I felt like they were pushing all these pills and everything, but I don't like taking pills, especially when they're not working and they don't even know hundred percent that what the diagnosis is. It was kind of just a guessing game. And I was kind of talking to a friend about this. I, I was just like, you know what? I just feel like they They're not even giving me the time of day to figure out what these problems are. They're not really listening to or trying to figure anything out. It's just like, oh, no, here's a script. Go and go and take it. And she said, well, why don't you try going to naturopath? And I said, well, I don't know. And I I think and I'm glad that I asked the question to Dr. Danielle about what homeopath versus naturopath, because I think initially my idea of naturopath doctor was that homeopathic doctor. They're very different. Um, So I started doing research into naturopathic medicine and I found a naturopath and I went to her. And I think just that first, first it was a 15 minute phone call, just so she could kind of understand what was going on and if she would be able to help me kind of start a plan. And those 15 minutes that I spent on that phone, I just learned so much and she listened. And I think that made a really big impact to me. Um, so I still do go to my family doctor because I definitely see the benefits of you know going to your family doctor and your naturopath, like they have to work hand in hand, which we talked about on last week's episode too. Um, but what I found, and I think even my family doctor told me when we were going through all of my symptoms, he, he said, Well, I don't know, like level one to 10, what's your stomach pain like? Well, probably you know, it's more uncomfortable than it is pain. And then he said well do you have blood in your stool no okay well i can't really do anything until that and it's like okay well that to me like i'm i feel like i'm a relatively healthy person but i'm very uncomfortable and my quality of life is down um and i just don't want to be unwell but i'm not in that sick category i just don't feel comfortable so for me, going to a naturopathic doctor put me in that wellness track to get, get feeling better because um, I think you're – and this is just my opinion, but when you go to your family doctors because of the way that everything is structured, they're set up to deal with people who are in a lot of pain and it's more emergency situation versus trying to just feel well. So that's that's kind of – why I started going to the naturopath and I, I love it. Um, and that's, that's my experience. Can Can I just add to that? Cause I don't want to throw a physician under the bus. They
1: yes, have definitely not. and, um, and I'm from Nova Scotia and I remember somebody telling me that, so we have MSI, which is the same thing as OHIP. And they had said, do you realize that your physician at this time, it was years ago that each visit they get paid $36. And so, the, out of the, that $36, they have to pay their office, they have to pay their men's staff, they have to pay all of this stuff. So, you know, logistically, there's things that they can bill for, and there's things that they can't. And I didn't realize this, that oftentimes my physician would talk to me about stuff, and he couldn't bill for it. So they are constrained because of the public health care system, which I'm assuming most physicians Would love to spend the time with their patients. They just can't. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, how about you?
0: Well, well, I know for me, um, I was also very skeptical when I went in because I kind of thought it would be like a hippie experience. Um, And, you know, Dr. Danielle did ask me, she's like, you know, did you have any questions or concerns? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. She's like, what was it? I was like, that maybe like the words I can get you off your insulin would come out of your mouth. And she was like, Oh no, 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 no. Like I work with your doctor, not against your doctor. And when she said that, I just like all the stress melted away. I felt so much more comfortable because I knew that they were, or she was there on my behalf, um, working alongside my, uh, my MD and my endocrinologist just to make everything a little bit better. And, when people are like, oh, well, why do you go to a naturopath? I was like, well, say I'm running 70% of efficiency on my body. What if I could run it a hundred percent? Like what would I potentially be capable of when, like, if I could sleep better, if I could hike longer, if I could go, like if my life could just be that much better, why wouldn't I try it? Right. Um, and I think that's what a lot of people are skeptical of. And if it was accessible to more people, there would be a lot, um, uh, more people who could potentially be living at 100% bodies rather than, you know, sadly, maybe 40% of what they're capable of. So that was one thing. And I mean, I wanted to go in to see if I could be a little bit better as a type one diabetic, if uh, my sleeping habits could be uh, a little bit better, if you know, possible weight or skincare and my GI like everything like that was just little things as a whole. And We've gone into some food sensitivity testing and some restrict, uh, some diets that uh, I'm almost finished, and I've, I've seen a significant change uh, in my lifestyle, and I'm very happy with, and a lot of the things I'm going to continue uh, to eliminate from my life as best I can, and I'm thankful that there is sensitivity and they're not an allergy. So I don't have to go to someone's house and, you know, if they say, oh, we're going to have white potatoes. I'll be like, Ooh, no, I, I can't eat that. Or we're going to have corn, but oh, I can't eat that. I, I can, I just might not feel great for the next 24, 48 hours, but I have the freedom to do that if I want to, which I think I really appreciate. Mm-hmm.
1: That's awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: So I just want to thank you guys for uh, coming in this week and uh, talking a little bit more about your personal experiences. So that's great. Uh, if anyone wants to learn more about, um, food and fitness in uh, Dufferin County follow us for more information and uh, until next time we'll talk food
2: we'll talk fitness
0: and
1: we'll do it together
2: thank you for watching and listening to this week's episode of the food and fitness podcast join us next week when we sit down and talk to Alex Maycock the force behind Maycock performance coach a professional coaching business which designs individually tailored running and cross-country skiing weekly training programs